Welcome to our podcast. Uh, we, we've said it a few times, but we don't say it enough. We appreciate you yes. and the fact that you download this and you take the time because without you listening, yeah. we're f- And I, I, and I um, <laughs> don't think that I haven't appreciated because I have been away for two days on the podcast. Yeah, it's been really... Oh, yes, you have been, haven't you? We've had a great time. <laughs> I don't have to be here then. No, you guys no, no, no. We no, love no, you. Don't be silly. Don't be silly. I want to say one thing. I want to say one thing. After the last two days when we recorded the podcast and had our boy time in here, I actually said something to Stav yesterday. You did? And I'll... You repeat it so she doesn't think I'm making it up. He said, if they ever offer us a just two guys show, we have to say no. That's I think there said. might have been a different answer for that one. No. No, that's what I said. I said, if they ever come in here and go, all right, we're just going to do two guys. I said, let's refuse. We cannot do it. Of course, we'll it have to audition for more people than Abby, but. <laughs> no, no, no. We love having you on. We don't want anyone else. Who else would lift us up in the morning and tell us what a great job we do? <laughs> anyone, actually. <laughs> all right, into the podcast. Here we go. Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Interesting stats coming out of the Queensland government. And this one surprised me, i got to say, um, because I, I didn't know that people even did it these days. But apparently, over the state of Queensland, two and a half th- thousand kids are being homeschooled. Schooled by their parents at home. It's mainly mm. because of bullying. Yeah. Because they, they launched it because the Queensland government, like, well, the government has done a lot of budget for bullying. They're mm. going to put more investments into trying to combat it. And they're saying a lot of kids are leaving school because they're being bullied. And half of them have got a crush on the teacher. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big commitment from parents. My like, would you do thing... it? It's, it's a hard thing because you've got to quit your job. Well, I think a lot of them would be stay-at-home mums. Oh, no, be, no, if no, you know no. a lot of them would have to quit their job because mm-hmm. their kids, they've gone to a couple of school, they get bullied, then eventually they go, well, they can't go back, I've got to teach them, so they'd have to... Do they it, get paid? Who would pay them? The dad? Government? I'm assuming that was sexist of me. Yes, the, very. The working parent? You said they're all stay-at-home mums. If there's any stay-at-home mums that are homeschooling, have a chat with staff, <laughs> 13, oh 10, 60. See, Osha would have pulled me up on that long before I got into trouble. Well, you're saying very mum over there? No, he's, uh, he's making a point because he can't get a word in. No. <laughs> Would you do it? God, no. No. God, my favourite thing is dropping my children at other places where I don't have to look after them. I know. How fast does three o'clock in the afternoon come around? Oh, mate. The oh. thing is I have is we're, I'm mine still in daycare. Mm. So I think... Oh. 6.30 is a suggestion, surely. <laughs> yeah. I think I would be able to do it, but every day would be an excursion. You're going to go an excursion because mummy's going to get her nails done and it's going to be a field excursion. Yeah. You know? What yeah. did you learn? And you know what? Tomorrow is a student-free day, so <laughs> whatever you want to do. <laughs> but what about if your kid was getting so bullied, mm. gone to so, did so many different schools? Yeah. It sets a bad example. It just You're running away from your problems there. Would you, change, you could change schools, deal with it at the school. You could change schools, go to another school. I, I don't think keeping them home is going to do anything. What, they end up being 17, you send them out into the world. They, they're not prepared for anything. Because that wouldn't count as credentials, would it? Because the person that taught you isn't a qualified no, teacher. No, you have to do, the, the person doing it yeah. has to do tests and they've right. got a curriculum that gets sent to them and oh, they've got to do the same exams and then they have to go to another school or another centre and sit the exams the same way as year 12s would. That's too much yeah. work. Imagine if they got there and go, oh, mum just normally gives me the answers as well. <laughs> Dad <laughs> just gives me the answers See? as well. To be honest with you, though, I could definitely not do it. 
Mm. Because as you know, I have a child who is in year 11 this year, yeah. and I have not been able to help him with his homework <laughs> since grade yeah. four. Mate, if I homeschooled Rory, the school would be called the school of don't Google anything yeah. the teacher says. <laughs> I gave up. Honestly, once they get into division, mm. it's game over for me. Yeah, do, I go. Do they still do long division? Yep. Long division. Algebra is another thing I go... I actually said to him, and Esther got up me, I said, you're never going to use that. Oh, you're never going to use it. You're, you're never, never going to use, use it. He's right, yeah. though. He's Rem- right. Remember when they say you're just going to use calculators? Yeah. What, do you remember the moment where you could, couldn't help your son anymore? Year four. <laughs> Not even lying. Year four. <laughs> Year four. It was horrendous. What was it? I can't even remember now. I think it was sight words or something. No, no, no. <laughs> 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 Give up. Don't do it. You know what? Don't homeschool. Don't punish yourselves. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Dom in Brisbane, it is first calls. What do you want to discuss? Uh, just we're going to give you guys a call to let you know about how the leap year side of thing works. Yes, please. Yes. 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 Um, pretty much. There's actually the so your birth, but it spins around the sun. Obviously, yep. 365 and a quarter days of the year. Right. Yep. So the reason there's a leap extra uh, day each four years is because four quarters are an extra day. So that's why there's the extra day yes. in the leap year to I, make I, up for that. I do know that Dom, but I don't know why it's actually called a leap year. Like I know what a leap year is, but why is it the word leap? Apparently, it originated from when, you know, to leap time forward to what it's supposed to be years ago when they did the leap years. It was technically until that 29th day, we're behind yes. the calendar time. So. Got uh-huh. it. Keep the calendar straight. I said it's because the earth goes around the sun. No one believed me. No, I know the reason for it. I just don't yeah. didn't know the word leap if it's actually just... And it, it still doesn't make sense, does it? Because you're adding an extra day in, so it is a prolonged yeah, year. It, yeah, yeah, I agree with you, mate. Thanks, Dom. Oh, Dom, you've made a terrible mistake. No, he hasn't. No, he hasn't. But there's people driving in their cars right now on the way to work or wherever they're going who've gone, this is a great moment in time. Matt, the philosopher, has They don't see you any differently. I think you think that they're now just gone, what an intelligent man. Someone better call the calendar factories. Josh in Newstead, what do you want to discuss in first calls? Hey, guys, how are you? Good. Wanted to give you guys a quick call because I think I heard Stav or Matt the other week talking about shower beers. Yes. And we're the creator of the world's first amazing shower beer you, holder. Out Josh, of I love Brisbane. you. Yes, I saw you guys on Sunrise. Like, Well, after I mentioned the shower beer, everyone sent me the clip of you on Sunrise. You guys are geniuses. Two boys that invented this, right? Yeah, two brothers. My brother Saul and I, yeah. Oh, just so, a genius. Well, how's business going? Business is good. We we have our main men's grooming brand, Tool Trees, which is where the, the product was originated. But mm-hmm. the shower beer holder seems to be just going off right now. It uh, it uses a special silicon technology, so it just grips onto all surfaces in your bathroom and shower. And we didn't realize this, but like shower beers are a legit thing. Everyone oh, yeah. has one. Yes. Have you yes. been to branch out to maybe wine bath? You know what I mean? Like you can have a wine holder in a bath. We're we're looking at doing that. Uh, we've got the concept already done for mm. for ladies. A lot of a lot of girls as well like to have shower beers, but this yes, one's yes. going to be the wine glass holder. Mm. So um, it's a bit of a laugh. I'd love to send you guys one in because uh, shower beers needed to be had every day. Oh, definitely, Josh. And if you need a spokesman or face for this product, then I would be happy to. They would put need my the body down. of one, really, because yeah. they'd have to be in the shower. <laughs> so you, I mean, I'm not saying you don't. No, I'm just saying that She's it would. Gotcha. Let's audition, people, and we'll see if you get it. We've got Tamika from <laughs> Redland Bay. Thanks, Josh. What do you want to discuss in first calls? I just wanted to talk about Maddie's comment before about um, running away from your problems if you go to different schools because oh. of bullying. Oh. Yeah, we're talking about being homeschooled, about how some people are doing that because of being hmm. bullied. 
And Maddie was just yeah. saying, how are you going to cope with the real world if that sort of happens? Um, well, my daughter was quite severely bullied, so we made the decision to do homeschooling with her through BSDE. Um, and, yeah, she's turned into such a well-adjusted young lady. We saw that it wasn't good for her at school. Yeah. So we made that decision, and she um, works in hospitality, um, volunteers in hospitality. She's a happy-go-lucky kid with lots of friends. So homeschooling hasn't affected her socially at all. If anything, it's made her more confident. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm um, my, what I said, though, to Mika is, obviously, every parent's different, and every parent has the right to make their own decision. I, I just wouldn't yeah. like to think that every parent goes, well, they've been bullied, we're just put them in homeschooling straight away. I think let's take a few extra steps before that decision's mm. made straight yeah. away. You know, but I'm glad it worked out for your daughter. That's great news. Yeah, we took those extra steps and tried to help her through it and Yeah. But yeah, unfortunately it just ends up being that um Sometimes you've just got to do what's right for your kid. And yeah, each kid's different. That's what we do, yeah. and yeah, she's doing really great. And so. it sounds like she's sort of found a different way to, to socialise. Do you know? She's working in hospitality. She's yeah. definitely been able to interact in the workplace. Liam's got a different idea on homeschooling. What do you think, buddy? Yeah, mate, um, I graduated 2016, and all through my high school and primary school life, I'm red hair, pale, freckly, so I was always picked on. Mm. Like, chronically, you know, all the, all the old-fashioned good stuff, but... Yeah. If, if it wasn't for any of that, I would not be the person I am today. Mm. Not a chance. So you feel I it made you stronger? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be able to do what I do at work. I wouldn't mm. be able to overcome any hassles because I just feel like any time something went wrong, I could go home and that's not how life works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It has made you more resilient. My favourite word. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Uh, speaking of um, historic things here in Brisbane, Yesterday, history was made yet again around Goonlamore Al Goonra. I miss that song. Yes. Which, of course, all started from your mum and dad. Uh, they drank cask wine, and uh, we we're talking about what you used to do with the goon sack, and we then got talking about whether we could make a raft, went across Brisbane River, and we achieved it. We were very, very happy in ourselves because we didn't know if we would be able to do it. Yeah. And then uh, we had a raft sitting around the station here mm. just collecting dust, and that was not right for the no. piece of history that yeah. it was. So we dressed up. I thought we were all going to dress up as captains. Can only be one captain, mate. Not happy with the choice of costume if you see our Instagram. <laughs> do you know what I love is I was like, yeah, let's get uniform. And you went on board and went, yeah, let's dress as seamen. So you, the whole time you're like, it was my idea. It, it was, was my idea. You know me, I never agree to dress ups. But I said, oh, I let's go seamen. I want to be like the dude from JAG. I used to love that. Do you think I was dressed as a seaman? No, but there was you a tie good. <laughs> yeah, you looked good, right? Hit 105 Instagram, go and see it. I did, I did not. I had nothing to do with I, I being on was, board a ship. I was very unhappy with my outfit as well. No, you weren't. Hello, Captain. Anyway, anyway, it was a stitch up. Go and have a look at it now. Yeah. But when we were there dropping off Goonlamore, you can go to the Maritime Museum now. We saw it this morning on our walk. It's yes. out there on display. It, also, when you, you walk over the, the, the bridge, bridge, you can, you can see, see it. it. Uh-huh. Be honest, what did you say? It does look like they've left something out by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> it, looks like, it looks like there's rubbish it outside. Does. But it was dark. It was dark. <laughs> but it does look like there's all this other stuff yeah. around, and it's like, oh, that'll be that's for Wednesday pickup. We didn't take our like phones, but we'll take some photos yes. for you tomorrow. Mm. Yeah. Is there? Is it in the water? No. Like with the no, other no, 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 there's no. Sh- no, it's all dry dock at the oh, Maritime Museum. Oh, I thought that, I thought some of them were floating in the water. No, because then they degenerate. Too they quickly, used to go on tours and take mm. some of the boats. They right. did. Yeah. Well, Maritime Museum, um, whether it's for your, your school group, kids' parties, mm-hmm. get down there. Goon Lamora's on 21st. display. 21st. Yeah, you, you, 
perfect place to do it. You won't get anything out of the bag. Or Take your own bag. maybe your 90th birthday. We met Madeline yesterday. Madeline is 90 years old. She was celebrating her birthday. She has been actually volunteering at the museum mm-hmm. since it first opened. Yes. Mm-hmm. One of the original founders. We spoke to her yesterday and we found out that not only did she start the Maritime Museum, she started the Goon Bag Revolution. Mm-hmm. Years, years before we even thought of it. As I said, I was away from Brisbane for a while and yeah. I was in North Queensland and I used to come from Townsville to Brisbane by train always, yeah. cheap way. And I used to use one of these empty one and wrap it in a t- towel for a pillow. For a pillow. So see? that then when I got to Brisbane, I'd just throw it out, you see. And one time I was travelling down, and uh, somewhere around on the way down, a group of school kids got in. They were going to some sporting thing. And they were at the back of the carriage I was in. Well, they were full of laughter and talk and chat, and which was lovely. And then, not knowing what they were saying, but you could tell by the tone of voice that there was a bit of a debate about something. And then I saw Then all of a sudden, through the carriage, came this voice. Ask the lady with the disco pillow. She'll know. (laughs) I love it. Uh, And I just loved it. The the disco pillow. She'll she'll know. I've never heard the name. No, But they were kids at that age that that sort of... Anything like that meant disco or yeah. something. We caught up later. She said you guys are a delight. Thank you. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. This is a bit of a sad story, I think, because an iconic piece of Brisbane is up for sale. I love the place. We love the place. Isn't that a good thing? I what? guess because it'll keep going. Yeah, it'll keep going. Like yeah. they've, they've had enough of it and they want to give it to people that are going to look after it more, maybe. Now, the Normanby Hotel, we all know the Normanby on the Normanby Fiveways, right near the Normanby district. Yeah, it's <laughs> just the place that has got the big tree out the front. <laughs> not, not, anymore. Anymore. Not, anymore. not anymore. Not anymore. We, we had a bit of that tree. We've we got gave it away. Yeah. We gave it away to all the listeners. Mm. Uh, but it's up for sale for $20 million. Now, we mentioned this in our meeting this morning. <laughs> and... Everyone's because everyone's got a Norman B story. Yes, yeah, so you know? I reckon there would have been a lot of people that met their partners there. Because they, they also wish they didn't meet anyone there. After like Caxton Street is pre Suncorp. Yes, yeah. Norman B is always post Suncorp, mm. and it just heaves after a great Broncos game. There. Great Sunday session, yes, there too, and great car park parties. Uh, we actually asked when the tree did fall down. We asked if anyone had um, started their relationship at the Norman B. We got right. thousands of calls. Even one What's person it? said they peed on it. <laughs> the tree. Yeah. Oh, there's more than one person who sprung a <laughs> leak on that. Yeah, only that one was person called. <laughs> oh, we obviously don't have. How much is it going for? Twenty million. Twenty million. Now, I, I, I will point out. I don't want to do this. It's a lot. Yeah, but it's it's all about. Did what you, you check that it was twenty million? No, I made that figure up. Well, come on, it <laughs> nah, is it'd be worth hun. that. You reckon? Because when you buy a business, they also they give you the books and they can kind of you what you're buying say, is future yeah. revenue. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you, of you'd pay that back after a state of origin night. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. If Queensland wins the series, yeah. you you'll make that money. So what we're uh-huh. saying is that it's a good investment and yeah. it's one that's probably too good to pass. This happened in the meeting, right? We go, hey, let's throw that out of the callers and say, let's make it. Stav, the Stav Abbey and Matt show 
pub. You think we could buy it? And all the all the listeners call in on thirteen ten sixty. Offer up money. We mm. see how much money we've got to buy it. Stav <laughs> replies to that idea this morning at five past five with. I'm not going on the air with that unless we actually think we're going to get the money. We're going to get it because I've done a little bit of sum. So there's around about 1.9 million population in Brisbane. Yeah. And I reckon people are going to chip in from the country because that's what they do. So all around are. Queensland. Uh. But it, let's just say if we will put in around about $11. If uh-huh. everyone commits to $11 uh-huh. and they won't even notice it, you just put it on the Brisbane you know, council, the little tax. Yeah. You know, and you kind of go, oh, whatever. So $11 if we will put up our hand. And I'm, I'm hoping that some people will go, I'll chip in for my neighbour. Yeah, so right. I'll put in 50 I will put in ten thousand dollars right now. What? <laughs> you will put in ten. I put in ten thousand dollars well, cash. I'll put in ten thousand too. I'm Twenty. Not be... well, I'm I, I want to be money. the main stakeholder here. I don't here, have right? that money. Well, I do. Okay. I just sold a house and I got some cash to burn. <laughs> well, my. I think I don't know. I need to check with my, my grandmother's wife. <laughs> still alive. Unfortunately, she's not doing the best. So I'm going to put in. I'm going to put in forty thousand. <laughs> Woo! What are you going to do? I'm going to put in a cool 50 bucks. <laughs> no, well, no, it's like a shareholder. Whatever you put in, you sort of get back, and everyone needs to pull a shift. If you're yep. willing to put in money as well, you need to be able to pull beers. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm only committing to 10 grand. I can only, I can only justify $10,000. Good, because I was starting to sweat. See, but I, I, I don't think you guys are taking it seriously. Like, we no, can't we do this. Well, you think we honestly can't? I think we could. The 13, people's 10, pub. 60, if anyone wants to chip in, if this would be your dream to be a pub owner. It's actually not a bad Imagine, I don't think it's ever been done, a pub that's just owned by the people. Mm. Mm. Because there'd be too many fights. Imagine that for a meeting. How are we going to get everyone else in? Wow. A pub for the people owned by Stav, Abby and Matt. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's going to be. So 10000 what are you confirming? Abby, you've got you to gotta put your money you got to put your money where your mouth is. How much are you going to commit? Are you only going to put ten? you You've yes. got more money than me. No, I don't. You don't know that. You do. You just said I sold a house. Yeah, but that money needs... Let's split the difference. We'll both go 20. Okay. 20k each? 20k each. All right, so we're at $40,000. Come on, We're at $40,050. put in a grand. 41000 That's where we're at. Thirteen ten sixty. Let's make this the people's pub. We need to get to $20 million. In the next break? Well, as close to it as we possibly can. We need to, we need to go and say, look, when you put in an yeah. offer, you've got to go, what's your deposit you're willing to put down? Right. And then we'll have to maybe go to the bank. Yeah. Thirteen ten sixty. Only three people have called, and this is disappointing. <laughs> Do you want to own a pub or not, Brisbane? It's the Norman B. We're keen. Let's do it. Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. There's nothing so lonesome, morbid or drear, than to stand in the bar of a pub with no beer. That will not be Stav, Abby, and Matt's pub. No way. Will we, will we keep it as the Norman B or will yes, we change yes, the name no, of it? No, 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 because no. that's, that's why you're buying into the money because yeah, it's the name. iconic, so you yeah. need to keep the name. I feel like we should change the name No, of it. see, No, see, just because you're putting in a lot of money doesn't, <laughs> doesn't mean you make all the decisions. Okay. Oh, we've already got a despot at the top. I don't oh, think this is I'm possible. I'm not taking joint. this seriously. Is that why you're only putting one grand? Yeah, because I want to do it seriously and I don't think this is the right no, way to do, do we're it. We're just trying to get, get interest, you know, mm. get people to start to think yeah. about it, going, what would that be like? It's an investment. It's kind of like you all put in shares, you all get dividends. No. Norman B's up for sale. Apparently, twenty million is the going rate. I'm going to negotiate and get that price down. Of course, yeah, we, we'll leave that up to yep. you. Get them to throw in Tuffy. What's Tuffy? He works there. He's What's the Tuffy? manager there. Oh, no, that's it? Trunk. Oh, Tuffy oh, is an icon of Brisbane. Who's Tuffy? He's a piano man. He's been playing around Brisbane for years. He's still there? Yeah, he'll still come. So, okay, we need to. We don't have the physical cash ourselves. No, uh, Abby and I have put in twenty grand each. No. Yes. Yes. Yep. So, uh, and Stav's put in $1,000. So we're at $41,000. 
I mean, I do still need to confirm with our partners on whether or not we actually have that money, but I'm pretty confident we'll be right. I think Scott's going to be happier than Esther. I just feel it. Oh, you, you really? You know my wife. Yes. There's red wine there. Yes, you're right. Give them, sell the house. <laughs> we are not going to drink the profits. So we need to get to 20 million. Should we make this Brisbane's pub? Do you have money? We don't have enough people calling. Clearly, 131060 is the number. Just ring right now. From Woodridge, we've got Soman. Uh, what do you want to put in? Yeah, I want to put in $50. Hey. I think it'd be awesome. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be good? And yeah. that's a big commute for you, especially if you have to Uber because you can have a few beers. Oh, well, you know, there's probably uh, somewhere to pull up somewhere and have a snooze. It's all good. Yeah. When you own yeah. it, you can do what you want. You can, you can stay right. there, yeah. Yeah. You don't have to work there either. You can just see the check in the mail. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. well, I could do that, yeah. yeah. Don't worry. We'll get a courtesy bus anyway. <laughs> yes. yes. Every, every good pub has a courtesy bus. Yeah. Yes. Uh, let's go to Rock Lee right now. Frank the Tank, how much are you putting in? Oh, mate, oh, he's just saying about 11 bucks if everyone chipped in, so I figure it's $11 a share. I'll take five shares. Five Perfect. shares, 55 bucks. 55. Boom. You've, well you've, you've Bitcoined it there, Frank. Well done. All right. 13, 10, 60. Just keep, people keep ringing. We're going to take as many calls as we can here. Christine in Durack, what do you want to put in? I'm quite happy to donate $200. $200. Now, don't, it's not donate. It's be part of a business, but I love your attitude. That's great. Yep. Yeah. It sounds really great. No, you know what, Christine? You can donate that money because then there's one less no, person no, we have no, to pay no, no. It's a donation. <laughs> I'm not, not going to rip you off as your business partner. Anyone who would like to donate. Uh, Jeff and Ipswich, people calling from miles away, which is great. How much would you like to throw in for our uh, attempt to buy the Normanby Hotel? Jeff. You there, Jeff? Jeff. Yeah. No, he's out. Oh, hey, I've got good news. No, he was going to offer five grand. I reckon his wife's gotten a sniff and went, no. (laughs) I just got a text message from someone, Alicia. Yeah. Um, She's lovely. Sales, works in sales. No, 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 no. Um, Who's the weather guy's wife? Tony Orton's wife. wife. Yeah. Um, She said, because she's a lawyer, sounds like you need a lawyer to get the transaction over the line pro bono. Oh, well, no. Well, that's good that we don't have to pay for that, but I thought she was going to come in with a donation. Mm. Oh, she She's, will. She's got a famous TV husband. Who doesn't like yeah. you two, anyway. Uh, we got an anonymous caller giving us a call. Uh, how much would you like to donate, anonymous? I would like to not donate, but put in 100000 100000 Exactly. Hey, I think you... it's a great investment. So you heard this, and you obviously got really excited. Do you have any um, experience in the hotel industry? I do, I do. Okay. Right. This so sounds do dark. you actually have $100,000, though, in cash right now? I actually have a little bit more, but I'm willing to put up 100000 cash. Yeah. Is anyone getting all tingly? A little, little bit. Yeah. Because yeah. all of anonymous. a sudden we're like... Thank you, Anonymous. We'll work out a way to get back in contact with you. <laughs> <laughs> do we have your phone number? <laughs> we can't have Anonymous, Anonymous, Anonymous okay. on the, on hang the contract. There, <laughs> hang there, Anonymous. Uh, all right, 131060, we are at $141,305. That's what I got. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, so Danielle and Strathpine, who often calls the show, nice to hear from you. You want to uh, put in money? Okay, so okay. what I want to do is I want to be your scouters and hit up all the millionaires that I know. How many millionaires? For you. How many millionaires do you know? Well, I've got three in my family. Oh, okay. Oh. One of my family members is worth forty-five and a half million. Another family member is worth just over sixty million. Uh huh. Yeah. And a, another family member is worth mm, a lot of millions. So they okay. can so probably I thought, okay. Yeah. Yep. Hit them all up for you, yep. and then we could then put all their millions together, and boom, we could be halfway there. Okay. So how much do you want to put in? How much can right you now? commit to? I'm going. 
I'm going to go $1,000 personally. $1,000 personally. Well, that dropped quickly. <laughs> you got us all excited using the million word. Okay. And then, well, okay that's... Call us back when Give you've us... got a confirmation yeah. on the millionaires. So where Thank are we you. at, Stav? We're at $142,305. Okay. Now, look, it's not enough for an offer, kids. Do you, think, you, you don't think we should call the Norman B now? Not yet, no. Just be humble. Say so we've got a deposit up. With that, with that, I, I don't think... That is enough of a deposit for a twenty million dollar transaction, unfortunately. No, but I think we could. I think we could get them down to fifteen. Million. You reckon? I think yeah. we could use this and just say, see if they're going to be really generous and use this to buy the whole thing outright. No, that's, or, no, that's being ridiculous. Or we get all the money from mm. the people, and we just go to the pub and drink. No, <laughs> no. All right, if you want to continue this, get onto Facebook uh, or call us thirteen ten sixty. We need to get to around twenty million dollars, Brisbane. <laughs> Staff was right at five past five this morning. That wasn't going to work. <laughs> Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. It's Callum Scott. My golden buzzer, Callum Scott. Uh, loving this guy and his new song. Um, it is uh, on his album, Only Human, You Are The Reason. Um, and uh, you can get your hands on March 9 on that album. Callum Scott in the studio. Good morning. Good morning, man. How are you? We are good. First time in Australia? First time in Australia. Oh, yeah. and I'm from Glasgow. I know what it's like as a someone from Britain to come to Australia. We hold this place in very high regard, don't we? Oh my god, it is like a dreamland. Mm. Like I woke up this morning, and I was like, "Let me explore," but the level was like, "Absolutely nah. not." You're you're a rock star, mate. You call the shots. Times well, have changed, have they? I just do as I'm told. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've learned. I don't need to learn the hard way. I know that if I if I behave, mm. then maybe the fruits of my labour will pay off in a couple of years, and then I can stay in Australia forever, yeah. however long. I, I, need I to. love this part of someone's career, the the debut album, uh, because you're all still nice, and then it skyrockets. When you come back for your second album that's already gone gold before the release, you'll be a complete twat. <laughs> <laughs> not me, man. Not me. I'm I'm a I'm a Yorkshireman. I've got to yeah. stay true to my roots, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, because I. I had like a normal job before this, a nine to five job. I was in human resources. Oh, you're right. Wow. Yeah, so it was uh, about as exciting as that. Is HR a real thing? <laughs> what do you mean? Well, <laughs> I don't know. Like, is, HR just seems to me to be this mystical place you go if you need to make a complaint or. HR is like unicorns or the fountain of youth. We yes. talk about it, but we don't know if it actually exists. Yeah, yeah. you never see it. Like, <laughs> it's what, like as a human <laughs> yeah. resource officer, then what? Yeah. What was your? What did your job entail? I was a recruitment officer in HR, so I uh, was responsible for getting other people jobs. Mm, right. Um, so yes, yeah, so I was like the godfather of jobs, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> for what type of company? Um, it was for my local council, for my for my for the local government. Oh, so wow. uh, yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool, man. I went to the town hall, and yeah, it was it was pretty cool. But uh, this kind of trumps it. This yeah, a little that bit I'm on now, yeah. just slightly trumps yeah. that. Um, and I, I have to point out too, um, we've obviously we haven't met you before, but you're a lovely guy. You and uh, Maddie have something in common because your first concert that you went to was a Spice Girls concert. Oh and my god! Maddie's first concert that he went to was a Spice Girls tribute show. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought you was gonna. I thought we were gonna have a moment there where we could bond over Spice Girls, but uh, <laughs> yours, your, yeah, they're, they're great though. I imagine the 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 tribute was just as good as the originals. Nah, they Is were it? sixty. They were ticking no. it off their bucket list. Hey, it was hey, terrible. Hey. <laughs> Play nice. Scary Spice was legitimately scary. So. Scary. <laughs> yeah. The reason was there was a girl, Catherine, who I liked, mm-hmm. and I knew oh, okay. she was going. And I thought if I get to this concert. 
She'll be yeah, like, books. yes, oh he likes the same things as me. So I went along with my sister to this Spice Girls tribute show. And she thought he likes the same things as me. Guys. Yes. <laughs> That's how it went. That's how it and went. And y'all had a gay best friend. That's great, man. That's <laughs> yeah. great. Yes. She ended up turning out to be lesbian as well. There you go. So was... <laughs> and you're on the cover wow. of uh, Gay Times as well, aren't you? The... I am, man. And it was the first time I've ever done anything like that. It was a, it was a bit a bit risky for me, yeah. but um, I really enjoyed it. I felt really sort of empowered. Mm. And um, yeah, man, although my mates in Yorkshire have not stopped taking the mic out of me for it. <laughs> right. What, <laughs> like, what are you wearing, man? And put your chest away. And, oh, my <laughs> My God, <laughs> so you're an openly gay man. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I never used to be. If you'd have asked me this uh, maybe uh, two years ago, mm. I'd have been like, no, no, I like girls. And I think I've just had a really rough time with my sexuality. But being a songwriter and and, and having this album that I've written about those circumstances actually is it really empowering. Oh, great. And um, I see then that you have done a really accidental job, I'm sure, of being in Australia over the Mardi Gras weekend. Whoops. Well, so so listen to this. So I'm I've I, this is my first time over this side of the planet. It's yeah. my first time in Australia, and uh, I was told about Mardi Gras, and I was like, okay, this is perfect. I can't wait. And then I look at my schedule, and my label are like, oh yeah, you know Mardi Gras. I'm like, yeah, yep. So excited. They're like, yeah, we're gonna leave for the Philippines on that day. <laughs> oh no! So my my little my little heart was broken in two. Aww. So I'm gonna have to come back. Yes, you are. Are you I'm single? I'm gonna have to. I'm single and single as a Pringle. Oh no, because Mardi Gras weekend is that's Mate, you, the what? Yeah, I know, I know. You 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 don't need to depress me any further, bro. <laughs> Do you know the guy that invented the Pringles um was buried in a Pringle um shaped coffin? You are joking. I am not joking. Take because that one the to the thing. But the thing is though, because I because I believe every word everybody says, uh-huh. I will end up going around going, Did you know? <laughs> I think true. I wouldn't lie to you, Callum. I wouldn't lie I know to you. you wouldn't, mate, yeah. I know. We're going to make a deal with you now, Callum. Okay. We did this with Vance Joy when he was on the show. Right. If you love that fact so much, your job now is to work that fact into every interview you have here moving forward. (laughs) Now you think, oh, that's going to be embarrassing and annoying. But if you do it, we promise to play one of your songs every day for a month. Wow. Okay. This is is something I cannot avoid. Um... (laughs) And I will definitely do it though, because right. I can be like, "Oh, you know, I'm single as a Pringle." But did you know? Yes, yes. See? I've yeah. got, I've got the angle. I've got the angle already. Yeah. Well, what will happen is then, because we have a we have a computer system where we can log on to every radio station in the country. Our producers will find the audio. If we get the audio evidence, it has to go to air. Callum Scott plays on the air every day for a month. That is an amazing deal. I'm just like foreseeing the rest of my interviews. Like the interviews are going to be like, he talks about Pringles an awful lot. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> uh, well, buddy, your your new single, "You Are the Reason," with Leona Lewis. Um, it is brilliant. We are loving Thanks, it. Man. You're a champion. Nice to talk to you, mate. Thanks, bro. Thank you for having me. This is the first first radio interview I've done in in Australia oh, ever. Wow. Yes. So you popped me. You popped my Australian cherry there, guys. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Good luck, buddy. Talk soon. Thanks, guys. Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. It's story time with Stav. Yes, almost Betty by time. Uncle Stav. Sit back and relax and be chuffed off to Sleepy Town with a story from Stav. You might remember a few weeks ago, I was telling everyone about a storybook that um, Rory got from the library where an elephant exploded after stepping on a landmine. 
Then last week we read a story about a bunny rabbit that had died and came back as a zombie. I took that one home. Finney loves that one. There you go. So if you have any um, story books that you feel are inappropriate for children or just a little bit weird, um, send them to us. Uh, put them up on our Facebook page and we will read them out. They've got to be legit mm. books yeah. that are weird, not ones that are written weird on purpose. Mm. Yeah. Like not go the, to sleep. Yes. That one, yeah. yeah. No. That one's meant for adults. Yes. This one isn't. This one is called Monsters Eat Whiny Children. <laughs> by Bruce Eric Kaplan. Do we know? Do we know the age range? Uh, it's pretty young. I'd say let's say three to six. <laughs> okay. It's not on the. Let me just check. Nothing under your bed is going to eat you. <laughs> Here we go. Once there were two perfectly delightful children who were going through a terrible phase, which is to say, they whined all day and night. Mm. We've all been there. Mm. Their kindly father warned them that monsters eat whiny children. They didn't believe him. So they whined and whined and whined and whined until finally one day a monster came and stole them away. There's a picture of a monster putting the kids into a sack, tying the sack and walking off. (laughs) He began making a whiny child salad. I don't like sitting on lettuce, Henry whined. No wooden bowl, whined Eve. Then his wife comes in. Oh, that's weird. (laughs) It's always weird when the wife helps. The wife helps. You know, like, what, well, you expect better from weird. them? You do. You think the wife would be the one that would step in and help the well, kid. The, the, yeah, well, it's like one. the giant did. Remember Jack and the Beanstalk? Yeah. The wife helped out. Here's where this one changes, and the focus changes from the kids, and it sort of becomes a domestic between the monster wife oh. and the monster husband. Okay. okay. You've got two wonderfully whiny children, and you're going to make a stupid salad? All week long I've wanted whiny child burgers, she said. Let's oh. grill these kids up now. Yum. Oh, gosh. Mm, I know, right? Okay, said the monster, but he couldn't light the grill. So she says, he says, I'll make a whiny child cake anyway. It's a bit strange. The monster's wife said she couldn't eat sweets because they make her bottom too big. Everyone told her she was crazy. (laughs) Safe play monster husband. (laughs) (laughs) Teaching kids to lie. (laughs) So now they couldn't make a cake. Perhaps a whiny child vindaloo, he said. But the monster's wife thought about the last time she ate curry. Oh, God. And something about the bottom as well? <laughs> and it didn't agree with her. <laughs> and she wondered if that would happen again. <laughs> curry kids burn me. You know that. <laughs> you should just make a simple whiny child cucumber sandwich. Oh, yeah. Curveball. Yeah. Um, so they do that. What are the children doing? They're playing at the moment. Okay. <laughs> Getting ready. Not running away. Super <laughs> <laughs> kids. They deserve to be eaten. <laughs> Here's the M. Night Shyamalan twist. Because okay. you have, you've sort of forgotten about the kids yeah. at this stage. <clears throat> Henry and Eve had somehow escaped. Oh. We won't bore you with the details of their miraculous <laughs> escape. <laughs> they just somehow managed to. <laughs> so they all sat down and ate cucumber sandwiches. Meanwhile, Henry and Eve ran back home and never whined again. See, I'm going to take that book home to my kids again. <laughs> <laughs> Work out who's some... Yeah, it's got the message at the end, yeah. don't whine. <laughs> I feel the message is, if you're going to eat someone, <laughs> decide what to cook first. Yes. And monsters, don't fight in front of your kids. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. The leader of the LNP. Deb Frecklington. The new opposition leader, Deb Frecklington, takes the reins. Yes, and she's in the studio with us this morning. Hi, Deb. Hello, guys. How are you going? We're good. Congratulations on the role. Thank you. It is so exciting to be in here. Are what? you the first woman to be head? 
uh, of the party f- here in Queensland? First female of the LNP, yes, that's right. And um, it's the first time in Australian history mm. that uh, two female leaders are going head-to-head in the parliament. So any parliament across Australia. So wow. it's a pretty exciting time. We, we certainly haven't exciting. talked to a more attractive leader of the, uh, of the party. <laughs> Did you see that that um, interview that Charles Woolley did with the New Zealand Prime Minister that he got in trouble for, for saying that sort of stuff? Well, I didn't see it all, mm. I have to say. But, gee, it's hit the headlines, hasn't mm. it? I he mean, said it's he really... was the most attractive Prime Minister that he'd spoken to. And well, everyone I didn't went. know that, and I just thought you were cracking on to <laughs> so Deb. I, I, was doing, like, I was doing both, like, Deb. No, but that's okay, Stab. I think you're quite attractive too. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> let's move on. See you guys. <laughs> but we met you when we were in uh, Parliament House. and Absolutely, we... in the Strangers Bar with Trevor Watts. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And we were like, oh, you're such a nice person. So it's now nice to see you as the leader. Yeah, well. Now we feel like we're even closer friends. Yeah, eh? no, well, fairly normal. Fairly normal, apparently. I am. Mm-hmm. But um, I should do a shout out for my gorgeous husband, Jason, <laughs> after that. Yeah, and to my um, wife, Kat. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> actually, when we were went to Parliament, yeah. Trevor Watts, who's a mate of mine, uh, we, he went in there. We went into the, what's the big room called where you Strangers debate? Strangers Dining. Oh, no, no, the Parliament. The Parliament, yeah, <laughs> itself. <laughs> I don't know. It could it's, be called. It's got, no, no. It is actually just called the Parliament. So the floor of Parliament. Yep. There you go. Yeah. See? Yeah. <laughs> um, what's the, big, what, the big gold thing that's in there, the talking the stick? Mace. I t- mace. I the touched talking? it. You're not allowed to touch I know, the mace. I know, but I'm letting you know. No, if don't. The, you I, shouldn't say this on air because yeah. now we yeah. might have to send the clerk of Parliament down to talk to you. If, if, they t- if you touch the mace, <laughs> you get maced. That's why it's yeah. called the mace. Well, let's you're actually get a not allowed to, and it's. Um, we always have a security guard that actually mm. stands on the floor of parliament whilst the parliament is open, and you know they really should have. Did. did they rouse on you? Yeah, she jumped. Did, yeah. did she? Yeah, she I didn't did. See no, her she, did. she didn't do anything. Yes, she did. I, I touched it, and Trevor goes, "You can't touch that." And she turned around and went, "What's happening?" <laughs> no, she didn't. Uh, no, no. Nothing. <laughs> so now you're going to get her fired. No, you. Well, you're high up now, so I'm telling oh, you. Oh no, it's the secret safe. With thank us. you. Okay, great. It's all good. Strike that from the record. Um. How how is it going with all the men in the party though? With you running it now, because you've been the deputy leader for a long, long time. No, no, deputy leader for about eighteen months, but no, going well. Time. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, going well. Um, you know, I don't take much stick from them, right. so um, I'm enjoying it. I've got a great team, uh, and it's it's just a um, it's a wonderful time to head up the opposition. There's a lot of optimism. We've got ten new members in the parliament, and you know we're just getting towards 2020, um, mm. October 20. 20, which is the next election. Mm. I can't believe we're talking about it already. Wow. But, uh, you know, it's a um, we've got a good team and I certainly, like I said, Matt, not prepared to take any stick from them. So yeah. it's just yeah. business as usual, to be honest. What do you think? I'm talking about federal politics. What do you think about um, Malcolm Turnbull bringing in the sort of policy where now you're not allowed to be with any of your... The sex ban. Yeah, the sex ban. The bonking ban the bonking is what yeah, they're calling yeah. it. Mm. Do you think in any of your experience there was a need for it? Well, I mean, I've certainly not come up against that because, um, but what I would say is that it is just such a shame that personal lives have yeah. to get involved in politics. I mean, it is so hard to get uh, good people into politics on any side. Yeah. And because your whole life is on show, you know, I have three teenage daughters who yeah. go, oh, mum, whenever I put something daggy up on Instagram or something like that. So... I just think it's a shame that we have to drag in our personal lives yeah. into politics. But don't so, you think sometimes, is there a case when you say to your daughters, hey, 
you know that what you do is going to be under more scrutiny because of you oh, are abs- my daughters. Like, absolutely. It, it is going to be the case, unfortunately, or fortunately. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, I've got such an unusual last name, Frecklington. Yeah. So, uh, you know, they are... Um, Currently changing their name. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> possibly. <laughs> or, or using social media under something yeah. completely different. That's a good point. Mm. Um, but, no, no, I have at times had to talk to them about that, and I constantly talk to them about social media just for the whole cyberbullying side yeah. of things because they have been targeted at times um so you know making sure that it's all you know got the right security on it but i am very conscious of what they put up as well because it um you know they are in as much spotlight and certainly sometimes a little bit more because Mm. um uh of just who they are Mm. but any parent should be conscious of what their kids are putting on social media yeah they really do and i talk to my kids all the time about it because it is so important to make sure that if they are really stressed about um something that has gone up on social media that they feel okay to talk about it Mm. Uh, because obviously the number one thing for me is is absolutely not too much skin or no yeah. Yeah. no images that are just inappropriate. Um, is but that for you or your daughters? Both. Okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> that is abs- shot, yeah. you know, If you've got uh, it, flaunt it. Oh, trust me, there is no Kenny shirt at photos of me <laughs> on the beach any longer. Uh, before we let you go, I'm going to tell everyone, the, if, if it's not for your great policies, the reason that you need to vote for you at the next election, and that is that you are kicking up a stink about Adelaide taking a state Abs- of origin. Abs- how ridiculous is that? Like, mm. seriously, we need state of origin to be in Queensland and I have never met a South Australian who actually even understands rugby league let alone I'm in trouble here now. I'm a South Australian, but, and I'll put my hand up and say that I, I honestly think it's ridiculous being in Adelaide. It's an AFL country. Absolutely. A, a, it's an AFL country. <laughs> We're in a different country. Well, everyone treats us like we are. Um, but I always go, it's, it's an AFL state, and I don't think that they have asked for it either. No, but we and are I, also trying yeah. to promote this wonderful sport. Like, I'm yeah. from a regional area, and there are so many young kids that want to get in, um, you know, off the streets and to do something productive, so they get into rugby league. Mm. And so we need to promote it in this great state. Of being in far north Queensland. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's encourage these kids from Townsville, for yeah. example, who mm. are w- just want to see their superstars that are these rugby league players. And I mean, look at Thurston; he's a complete god um, yes. all over Queensland, but yeah. in North Queensland, yeah. um, particularly. So we should be encouraging the game to be in Queensland, not in South Australia. And I'm advocating for Townsville. Here, here, yeah. Deb Frecklington, uh, the new leader of the Liberal National Party. We love you. You can come back anytime. Thank Thank you. It is so nice to be here. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hey, we're going to play Alpha Bucks tomorrow. It will be the 2nd of March, R&B Friday as well. Uh, So this is the letter to help you get yourself uh, into the the running a bit better. I've got one here. What letter do you have? I never do the letter. Oh, don't you? Yeah, I know, but what letter? I just want to check you got the oh, right one. So the letter I have is A. A. Is that the same letter you have? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I may have thrown my sheets in the bin and prematurely. My too. Yes, <laughs> I know, because I was getting a bit sick of the ones there. Okay, well, uh, A tomorrow, uh, play Alpha Bucks at 8 o'clock. Staff, Abby and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. We want to make it even easier. We want you to win $10,000, so it's 6 o'clock. From there, every 30 minutes, we give away an answer to Alpha Bucks. So I can already tell you this morning, we have given away one, two, three, four, five of them. Yeah. So that is guaranteed money. Let's see if our play this morning can pick up the 10 Gs. And uh, playing this morning is Beck in Manly West. Hey, Beck. Good morning. Now, if you win, you're going to pay off your credit card? 
it's intense if I guess the treatment it's very ongoing it's not like they go to the yep. hospital and get you know better yeah it's ongoing it's so life. they yep. he has That's to get right. massages uh, physiotherapy physiotherapy yeah. yeah which is hard for a baby yeah it's intense it is when you so restrain him and it's yeah. three times a day you know three minutes, times a day 20 to 40 minutes a day and yeah. it's uh, either side of his chest and either side of his back and either either side under his armpits mm. and it's not a normal pat to sleep it's a you know, yeah, very intense. It's a very, so, very loud intense. Right. Some people think it hurts him. It, yeah. it doesn't hurt him, but it, it is confronting. So this is your first child? <coughs> yeah, yeah. The excitement yeah. of having a baby. Yeah, yeah. What was it like then at three weeks when I don't even know if you've heard of this before? Yeah, so um, we did have family members that had had it, so I knew that I was a carrier of the genetic disease, but my partner, we didn't know that he was also a carrier, so it was just... It's a one in four chance that wow. he was diagnosed with it. So it was definitely pretty <laughs> full on, especially after like I had a pretty traumatic birth. So mm. what yeah, was, it was full what on. What was what, with the birth? Oh, you can say that. Um, well, I actually had a very normal, natural pregnancy. Everything was going fine right up until the actual moment of birth. And Ashley suffered a seizure, went into cardiac arrest. They had six minutes to get Nixon out or wow. we'd lose both of them. At that point, it was they were focused on saving Nixon. Mm. Um, they got him out in four minutes, and yeah, it was just full on from there. Full on, right. Kathy, your yeah. grandma. Yeah, can I ask? Am I lucky? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you get to hand, hand it back. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> can I ask how it is for you watching your daughter go through all of that, and then the the trouble that not just your grandson has, but you know, you seeing her as a first time mum, that must be really hard. Uh, heartbreaking, mm. devastating um, for what it does to her, for what I see her go through because she just fights to try and fix things. Mm. Not yeah. just for Nixon, but for everyone that suffers from CF. Um, you know, we have had it in the family. We've sadly lost family members from it, young children. But um, Ashley's constantly looking for ways to not just help Nixon but to help everyone out there um, and make things available the medication that is there but unaffordable mm. to people like herself her whole lifestyle's changed it's, it's yeah. changed and it's focused on him and mm. getting well and putting awareness out there for everyone that suffers from it and for me to see her go through that just the desperation it's it's like a little business of hers it's a mission It's she's determined and oh. uh, it breaks my heart every day. I go home and I have to have quiet tears because she's got enough on a plate. She doesn't need mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so we don't cry. Do you, do you ever break down? Because I know even when your mum's talking yeah. and I know that you you got tears in your eyes but you yeah. have a smile on your face. Do you ever just go, I can't handle this? Yeah, of course. But I do it on my own mm. in quiet because it's him. Like, as much as my life's affected, he lives with it. He yeah. suffers. We suffer as the effect of him suffering. So... Mm. It's not about me, it's about him. So, Amazing. no point in me crying. He's the one that should be crying. Mm. Oh, he'll cry. <laughs> he'll, he'll <definitely. laughs> when, you say, when you say lifestyle changes as well, we always hope that, you know, someone would step in and pay for it and you presume, you know, with all these different diseases that Medicare would be able to help. But I guess financially it's tough. Well, yeah, it's not available to us through Medicare at the moment. It's mm. valued at over... $200,000 a year for the medication. Wow. A year for a medication that can actually help 
to treat the cause of cystic fibrosis rather than the symptoms. Their life expectancy yeah. would be increased. Their quality of life would be increased. Um, but at $250,000 a year, yeah. it's out of their, out yeah. of their league. That's so at wrong. the moment, Ashley's now focused on um, a vest for Nixon, which is an uh, airway clearance vest. And that helps with the mucus out of his lungs yeah. and out of his pancreas, his gallbladder, because it, it affects his skin, his sweat glands. It affects every organ, organ in his body, fertility, everything. Mm. Mm. So the more you can free that out of his body, the less uh, deterioration of the lungs. Yeah. Less deterioration <laughs> of the lungs means a longer life expectancy. So every time mm. he gets a cold or flu, his life is reduced. His life expectancy is reduced. Right. So yes. his airway yeah. clearance. Right. That's a fear. Mm. Mm. Yeah, huge. So we we stay home. Every day, pretty much. It's like oh, a big it's a deal if we go out. Like, mm. I went and picked up um, takeaways the other day, and mm. I was like, oh my gosh, have anxiety just stepping yeah. out of the oh. house because we have like Glen, Glen 20 at the mm. door to, you know, douse ourselves in mm. when we get home. And yeah, it's just so important that he keeps well for his yeah. life. Mm. Yeah. He so, is adorable. He he is. Is. <laughs> he's gorgeous. He's I was like, cute. he's keeping still very well, he, but not anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look, when we come back, we um, you've obviously you need to raise some money and you've got a GoFundMe page and everything. We really appreciate you sharing your story. Yeah. Hang there. We want to plug that GoFundMe when we come back. And we have also lined up a little something that we'd like to tell you about. Um, we're going to do that when we come back. Stay there, okay? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Stab, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Stab, Abby and Matt to the rescue. Yeah, morning everyone. Two very special women are in here at the moment. We've got Ashley, who is the mum of little Nixon, and Kathy, who is grandma. Uh, if you missed it just before, we've been telling their story of little Nixon. Uh, was diagnosed with cystic fibrosis three weeks old. Yeah. Was he? Yeah. Yep. And he's now four and a half months. Yes, yeah. Which Maddie did read on the sheet that we got yesterday as 41 uh, and a half yeah, yeah. months. <laughs> well, was written. He was like, well, they've got to stop counting months. That's ridiculous. I, 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 no, Each go, month oh, is precious. 23 months. And now, after 12 months, the month runs it out. It wasn't. It was my typing error. Oh, yeah. It's not your fault, Maddie. It's all right, Grandma. It's okay. I it's sorted okay. him out. I told him he was an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> now, you've been doing it very tough. We need to raise some big money for little Nixon because you said it was $200,000 a year just for his cystic fibrosis medication. Yeah, 250. So when they gave you his diagnosis, what did they actually say? They said to us, um, we'd be lucky to have him till his teens. He'd be lucky. Like they said, you should be glad because these days they can see them through to high school and occasionally university. But with his mutation Mm. of the disease, his is the most severe. It was a shock, but... um, yeah, you got to do what you got to do, I guess. So, and you much left with um, being told to go home and the words enjoy, were enjoy what yeah. you've got in. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Okay. So, yeah, it was pretty hard. Now yeah. we we're talking before that one thing that you want to um, save up for at the moment is a vest. Yeah. And what does the vest do? So it's pretty much another form of the physiotherapy that we do with him. It increases the benefit from it. Yeah. Mm. Um, so what we do at the moment, it gives him. Um, clearance in his lungs but it doesn't get everything out so they're still prone still to it, yeah. infection and mm. whatnot this actually boosts that so we increase the physio we increase the drainage in his lungs so he's less likely to suffer and get sick so right. how much is the vest 
between ten and fifteen thousand dollars. Um, we're in negotiation. Well, I've been in discussion with um, a company that uh, supplies the vest. I like your work. I heard negotiation. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yep. Always negotiating. It's always grandma. Send grandma in. Yeah. She's going to sort that out. Yeah, uh, give it a shot. <laughs> um, but to get them in a smaller size and a, for a younger age, we don't have them here in Australia. So it's a matter of me working through the systems yeah. to try and get it available from America into Australia. <laughs> to be able to start him as early as possible using the vest. Yeah. Um, the earlier he uses it, the better lung function, the longer life expectancy. So you you need it now. Yeah. Yeah, the earlier the better. How much... Uh, so you've got a GoFundMe page as well. People can find it under yeah. Nixon Gray. Uh, yeah. At the moment, you've got $3,557 in there. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've shared cool. your story on the air. We also told uh, Boopa about your story. You know the company Boopa? Yeah, yeah. Very nice people. Boopa has more ways to care about you. Life is a gift, they say, and they want to take care of it with Boopa. And when we told them about your story, they came back with a very, very nice email. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Boopa have said they would like to give you $10,000 cash. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I would give you a tissue. The only thing you got is a spew bread. <laughs> <laughs> so you oh can get God. the best. <laughs> you hear that, buddy? For you. You're going to be alright. <laughs> okay, oh we really God. should get some tissues. <laughs> okay, <that's fine. laughs> oh, no, I've got them over here. Sorry. I'm, I'm trying really hard not to sympathy cry. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. I know that we've only met you once and I know you've tagged us in a lot of stuff, but the the way you've just been so strong throughout everything. Till now. <laughs> well, it'll be a little bit different now. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you to you and thank you to Booper. No, you don't need it changed a life. <laughs> so $10,000 cash, you add that to the three and a half you've already got. <laughs> And you've got a fundraiser as well? Yeah. Yeah. Sunday. yeah. On Sunday? This Sunday at Cedar and Pine in Wynnum. Um, we'll be there from 4pm till late. Um, we've got a dollar from every drink, um, a sausage sizzle and a huge raffle going as well. So all that will be donated to um, his GoFundMe and his vest as well. So <laughs> we'd like to try and get as many people down there as we can to drink for a good cause I guess <laughs> yeah. have a reason to drink this time <laughs> uh, well that check's coming your way like we said Boopa there's more ways to care for you uh, life truly is a gift they believe in that we believe in that and this gift um, is for you guys to take care of little Nixon thank you thank you so much um, take care of it with Boopa Lovely. Nixon thank you it'd be nice mate I'll lick your mic. <laughs> Lovely to meet you. Um, and thank you so much for having us, and to everyone involved. Um, and I, I just can't say thank you enough. Yeah. Words just aren't enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. You guys have gone above and beyond. And I just can't believe the community spirit. How do you think the phone call to Dad's going to go when you call him? <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. He's going to lose it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how exciting. Should we call him? Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah you want to? <laughs> All right. Hang there. I'm just I'm punching his number in now. Here we go. 
tradies mm. love. Hello? Hello, guess what? What? Guess what we got? What? Booper through um, Hit105 just donated $10,000 to Nixon's Best. Holy f***. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we can get it. Yeah. <laughs> You're on the radio. It's live, huh? <laughs> <laughs> he is a trainer. <laughs> We are going to have to put some of that money back in the swear jar now, Danny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> oh, well, guys, seriously, we hope that this does help out. Yeah, definitely. It does. Thank you so yeah, much. More than anything. Yeah. 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 He's happy. He's happy. Yeah. He's happy. That's He's all happy. that matters. Uh, well, congratu- yeah. congratulations, guys. You're a very deserving couple. Um, and uh, we look forward to catching up with you guys again and, and yeah. seeing Thank progress. You. Yep. Thank definitely. you so much. Yeah, we'll see you guys next year when we do the goon raft again. Yeah, we'll be on the goon raft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Got to row back this time. this time. You're going to come this time. All right, Danny. Got it. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Good day. But to finish it off and just clear the air. We've moved home. And unfortunately, it means we've got a new postie. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I'm oh, a little a bit sad by this. Yeah. Well, you'd think, right? Uh-huh. I used to know my postie. We had an agreement. Uh-huh. Don't leave parcels at the front of the steps. You put it behind where my husband doesn't see it. Just an ongoing agreement that we have. Unfortunately, my husband is working from home and has now become friends with the postie. Pat? N- not me. No, I don't even know his name. Not Pat? All I have to hear is them laugh about, Oh, yeah, she's done it again. Oh, yeah, well, we won't be able to afford to finish the house, will we? Because she's bought too much on eBay. <laughs> Thanks. But no thanks. Twenty-four hour gyms. Yes, they're great. I love them. For people who want to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. If you're someone who doesn't want to go to the gym at four a.m. as you drive to work, <laughs> they're just a reminder of what a lazy jerk you are. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Hey, we're open 24 hours a day. We're here for you. We're making it as convenient for you as possible. I don't want that. I would prefer gyms to be impossible to get to. (laughs) We're open for an hour only. Good luck. (laughs) Thanks. But no thanks. Hey there, Ashgrove Woolworths. You're exactly... 3.7 kilometres from my house and I know that because that's where my cat ended up yesterday afternoon after going on yet another one of her incredible journeys along with a dog voiced by Michael J Fox and an octopus voiced by CC Spacek. I can only imagine because she seems to be going on incredible adventures on a slightly weekly basis. Bill and Ted's Great Adventures? No, Milo and Otis? That's the one here on board. So then I had to go to the vet, pick her up and bring her home. I don't know what she gets up to. She doesn't like you, does she? She had a nice new gold watch and a wallet full of cash. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm going to have to rename her Heisenberg. Thanks. But no. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. There we go. Uh, That is the podcast done and dusted for the day. A bit of extra business here if there's anything that anyone wants to chat about. Mm. Oh, I've got one for you. Mm. If you had noisy neighbours, mm. 
at special times, mm. how would you respond to that? I would record it and then play it back to them. Loudly? Through a, a stereo system. Because I don't know if I should, like, cough to make it extra aware that the windows are open mm. or just let it go. Well. Do you know what I mean? Like, just to, because. I'd stop living next door to my parents. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't you, wouldn't you get your own back? Maybe we were the noisy neighbours and we <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. stop if we heard a cough. <laughs> <laughs> that happened to me once. I caused a fight. When Esther and I first got together, yeah. I was living with a couple. Yes. So we were in a two-bedroom unit with a couple. Esther and I weren't living together. And then I heard them having a fight mm. one time. Mm. Because the girlfriend had gotten annoyed because he was a surfy bum. Yeah. She had gotten annoyed that every weekend Esther and I in our new relationship were enjoying each other's company oh. and she wanted him to, to go back to the early days of their relationship, but he just couldn't be bothered because he liked to surf and hang out yeah. and chill. Mm. And they had a full on fight about it. And about your healthy sex life? Yes. Yeah. I was, I didn't know whether to be mortified or just, or just like <laughs> 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 yeah. when Kat and I got together we lived in a share house and it was on a it was a Queenslander on stilts and when anyone ever had sex the whole house would rock back are and forth. you kidding <laughs> me yeah no the whole house and then so you knew that subconsciously so you knew you had to put in a good effort yeah because everyone could tell if it didn't rock you're like I'm not doing it properly <laughs> yeah. hey Kat don't you think this bed just we should jump on the bed after <laughs> don't you think <laughs> uh, have a great day everyone we'll see you tomorrow bye Stab Abby and Matt Stab Abby and Matt